Remember, remember the 5th of November. Okay, it's Tuesday, the 5th of November, 2013. Climate scientists go nuclear. Coal spills and kills. Obama announces new climate action. The UN's latest climate warning. Plus, Germany breaks its own renewable record again. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Storms and hurricanes and unimaginable murders and mass murders and all of that doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. And today we're saying, oh no, it's global warming. That's what, no. We opened a door that, that lost God's protection over, over our environment. I knew it. God is responsible for global warming. That <laughs> This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it is election day as we go to air today. And I know there's a bunch of important environmental-related issues on the ballot today. Oh, yes. Big corporate money at work across the country to defeat grassroots initiatives against fracking in Colorado, GMO labeling in Washington, and also an effort to prevent climate change denier Ken Cuccinelli from becoming governor in Virginia. We'll have results on those races, I suspect, later in the week. What do you have for us today? Well, another big environmental move from President Obama. Uh-oh, but is it a good one? Well, yeah! He took another big step to address climate change on Friday, just days after the Superstorm Sandy anniversary. He issued a new executive order that focuses solely on helping the nation adapt to the impacts of climate change. Among other things, the order directs federal agencies to focus on resilience and hardening the nation's infrastructure and will help states and communities prepare and build for future impact with scientific data and funding. It's a big deal and part of his climate action plan announced in his landmark climate speech in June. And, of course, you'll be shocked to know that uh, Fox News is calling it tyranny. <gasps> no. Yes. President Obama using signing an executive order, which would now give the government sort of sweeping power over its, uh, over its climate change policy. No, it doesn't do that at all. It just helps communities prepare and brace for climate change impacts. Meanwhile, the United Nations Environment Program's new report warns that time is running out to close the emissions gap. They calculate that countries' current pledges to cut emissions will not be enough and that the window is rapidly closing for big industries to cut their emissions in time to avoid serious climate disruption. In that same vein, four prominent climate scientists have gone nuclear. They've written a letter asking big environmental groups to embrace new, safer nuclear technology as a stopgap measure to help cut emissions quickly. They say, quote, continued opposition to nuclear power threatens humanity's ability to avoid dangerous climate change. And these scientists aren't just a bunch of you know, right-wing hacks. This includes James Hansen, who's been one of the biggest activists against the Keystone XL pipeline. He was one of the first, if not the first, to talk about global warming in Congress back in 1988. What are the other environmentalists uh, having to say in response to that, Des? Well, the big environmental groups have been measured in their response, but but the renewable energy experts have come flat out and said that these scientists, while they respect them, are just wrong. And they say that renewable energy can provide 100% of the world's energy needs. It's just political barriers that prevent it from doing so. And I know you wrote about this at bradblog.com. You got a statement from anti-nuclear activist Harvey Wasserman, who says that these four climate scientists should go to Fukushima. 
and they'll get all of their answers there about how good an idea it is to move to more nukes across the globe. Meanwhile, Alberta, Canada, already home to the tar sands mining deposits, is now home to a new coal ash waste spill. A coal ash waste impoundment failed, spilling an estimated 264 million gallons of coal ash waste slurry into tributaries of the Athabasca River. The mining company says that the slurry is not toxic, but Alberta's Environment Agency is testing the water. And at the same time this week, we had yet another coal mining death in this country, this one in Illinois. Ken Ward Jr. of Coal Tattoo reports that the death makes four coal mining deaths in Illinois this year, the most since 1990. So coal kills and coal spills, whereas solar and wind seem to do none of the above. Go figure. That's right. And Germany does it again. One day last week, Germany broke its own renewable energy record, generating 59% of the nation's electricity solely with renewable energy. And Spain broke its own solar record as well last week, didn't it? Yes. As we reported last week, Spain's concentrating solar thermal plant now has been generating solar energy day and night for 36 days straight. I love the fact that all of these other countries are breaking all of these solar records and we're still stuck listening to lies on Fox News about it. Go figure. For much more on that and the other stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Also, remember, you can download us anytime via iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. You can find us and like us on the Facebook, and you can follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh,